All right, we'll get started here, man-to-man podcast. Dennis here without Mike this week, so this is the first time I've done a podcast by myself. Mike's done a couple with Dr. B and with Rich and some other guys. Uh, this is my first one doing by myself. We did some interviews when we were at the Becoming a King, but uh, I'm here with Garrett Battleson. He's one of, uh, I would call my band of brothers, one of the guys that's in my foxhole when I need uh, you know, when I need to talk to somebody or to, uh, you know, have somebody that's there that's that's that walks through the fire with me. So uh, Garrett is here. He's on the man-to-man board. He is uh, one of the key members of that. He's also been to a bunch of the retreats, basics, becoming a king. Uh, he goes to a, a retreat called Muster out in Colorado that he's been to a couple times. And all-around awesome dude. So Garrett, uh, say hi. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here, and it's uh, looking forward to co- talking with you. Yeah, it's good to have you. It's good. I've been talking about branching out and, and having other people on the podcast for a while now, and I just haven't done it. So I'm glad that we finally figured out uh, how to do this. So this is a, this is our, an audio podcast, which I know we usually do on YouTube, uh, but we're trying something new. We're doing audio remote, uh, obviously with the announcement on the last week's podcast that Mike is moving to Oklahoma this is going to be more of a format that we have to sort of embrace. And so we're trying it. So um, bear with us a little bit as we figure out the technology and the best way to do this as we kind of move forward. So happy to be the guinea pig. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're kind of the, you're kind of the guru for this stuff. So I figure if I jack it up, I'm going to come to you and to ask you how to fix it anyway. So (laughs) thanks. (laughs) You spend a lot of time doing tech, stuff at church and, and at substance church uh and, and a lot of the things that you do and you put a lot of time into making sure that you know that that uh serving others and that other people can get the experience you know what, what in your experience how do you feel that that adds to the overall what you offer you know and the things that you like to do and and, and how does that kind of work into what makes you feel whole and what makes you feel complete you know being able to serve others and help others in that way Totally off topic for what we talked about talking about, though, by the way. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, That's a good question. It's kind of one of those things where being helping plant and water the seeds that are out there um, is is producing the fruit. And I may not see it, but it doesn't that's not the important part. The important part for me is being able to serve in that in that moment and in that space and using some of the gifts that the Lord has given me in that time um, for however long that time may be. But it's the answering the call i guess would be the answer was would be my statement also to be honest each morning that i serve is an adventure something different breaks and something different uh goes wrong or it needs to be solved so it's uh every sunday where i'm helping out is is going to be an adventure regardless of uh how tired i am in that morning yeah you know i i do i do a lot of work with producers and things for for my you know for my uh clark kent job right and and um it's for my you know chimney sweep is what we call them at base, at uh, becoming a king right so my chimney sweep I do a lot of work with production and stuff and the amount of things that churches do for with the budget that they have is just incredible I mean you know when I was doing when I was doing production myself we one time went to NBC it was a it was a golf uh, guy in the NBC golf world and we said hey how can we improve our productions. And, uh, and he said, well, what's your budget? And we said, well, we don't really have a budget. We try to do it for as cheap as we possibly can. 
And he was like, well, there's how you improve your productions. If you're not at least touching six figures for every production, then you're probably not doing it well. And I know that there is absolutely no, I mean, I don't know if like the church might be touching six digits, let alone six figures, uh, you know, when they, when they do these productions. And so the, the, what they can do and what I see churches do on the budgets they have, I mean, it's a testimony to guys like yourself who are, you know, giving that time and, and efforts in order to make it happen. It's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we we're going to talk about basic, and I think that it ties in a little bit, um, you know, is that the basic that we have coming up, August 24th through the 27th, is when we're going to be doing our next basic. Um, it's, it's what it is, is the Wild at Heart team has put together these videos, and we go and we facilitate, right? So yep. I'm not leading or doing anything with this basic. I am going to facilitate the videos and the production level on those is amazing. I mean, the, the amount of time and effort that they've put into the wild heart team has put into these videos is incredible and they give them away for free. Yeah. They're, they're great refinement on those videos. Yeah, for sure. To, to give away. It's incredible. I mean, it's something that, uh, you know, I, I, it, it adds to the whole idea of the, the wild heart basic is that holy they put all of this time and money and effort into this and then they just give it away. It shows their heart and it shows where they're at. And it shows that they're much of the same things that you just said. They want to give back. They want to, um, you know, be able to have people uh, grow and, and, and take this in, right? That's what I see. When you have been to these basics, what is something that jumps out at you like that where you watch or you see it and you go, wow, you know, this is, this really speaks to me, to Garrett's heart and to what Garrett enjoys about about these basics and what jumps out at you for me it's i mean the videos are great it's the the ability to sit there and listen and have you know the good the good video the good audio that definitely helps in terms of just being able to sit through the video but it's also the combination of not only the technology but the lack of technology Right. So we're combining the the sitting down in the videos and listening to to John or to Morgan or to whoever Bart speak, but then we're also taking that time afterwards to go and sit and listen with the Lord. And so it's it's the duality of it that is really I really appreciate, especially as someone who in my chimney sweep sits in front of a computer all day and then goes and serves sitting in front of a computer at church. There's a great duality there of saying, hey, technology has its values and has its importance, and here listen to this wisdom from people who have been on this, this journey. Mm-hmm. And then let's just sit in quiet and listen to our father as, as a son and, and experience what, what Jesus has to say to us in this moment. Yeah, I think so. So the structure of the basic is, you know, for those of, for those people that don't know what that, what it is, is you, you watch a, you have a video session that you watch, which is, you know, uh, one of the, like you said, the wild at heart team members. And then afterwards there is a, a time of silence that we go through where you effectively, it's just you and God and, and you just go off and you have these questions that they give you to think about, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but my brain went like, whatever direction God wanted to take it. I, I, I would yep. often start on those questions. I would very rarely end on those questions because God would take something out of that session or out of those questions and it would go all sorts of different directions. And the next thing you know, I've got pages of notes and, you know, and, and, and all that stuff. And so it's like you said, it's, that's the structure is the video and then this quiet time alone with God. I don't, I mean, that's something that I I know that I've tried in my life to have, you know, quiet time. I know, you know, read my Bible, have some prayer time, 
but half an hour, 45 minutes in the woods, no technology around you, you, God, prayer, you just went through this amazing video instruction from the Wild at Heart team, and then you have this alone time with God, you know, what does that do to your heart? What does that do, you know, inside of you that brings out things that you didn't know were really there? I mean, that's, like you said, it's, I've tried to do it here. It's very hard to be able to pull apart 45 minutes of quiet time in your house or just in this, you know, I, I live in the, in the Twin Cities. So inside a, a metropolitan area, it's very hard to be able to pull that out and set that dedicated time aside. So taking this weekend to go out and, and do that and say, hey, I'm putting my phone in airplane mode. I'm, I'm going to dedicate this time just speaks, allows, the, in my opinion, the Lord's always speaking. Whether or not we're listening is a whole different matter. And so it really allows me to kind of set aside a lot of the distractions, set aside a lot of what is trying to pull me away, whether it be life or just technology, the phone, the the computer, the TV, whatever it is, and and focus in and go, okay, I'm here. I'm putting this time. I'm sanctifying and consecrating this time to you, Father, and I'm going to sit here and listen to you. And and the the joys of it is, like you said, there's questions and they're great and for some people that's all they that's what they that's they're going to focus on the entire time but each person's journey is different the lord's like i'm going to work on this and you in this and this man today and and it's fun to watch how it changes for me each time i go to a basic it's different but also how in each one of the different men they're being met in the way that the lord needs to meet them there not in this uh set stone like it has to be this way for every person every time and so i just really appreciate the 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 way that not only that setting a part of the time allows people to interact, but the way that it is molded for each one of those people that are there. For sure. I, I think that, you know, one of the things that I notice is that, you know, there's different points along the journey. I think that, that maybe they even say this in the facilitator videos, right? There's different points along the journey where guys sort of engage and you never know where that's going to be. There's some guys that show up and the minute they get out of their car, they're just like, oh my gosh, the freedom to turn off my phone and be in the woods and be around yep. other guys. They're like, they're engaging right out of the car. They don't even get out of the parking lot and they're saying hi to people and, you know, and they're just so happy to be there and everything else. And there's the other guys that kind of, you know, they're going, they're a little more cautious and they're going, what's going on? And first session, they're feeling it out, right? I don't know what this is all about. I'm going to give it some time. That's Thursday night. They have, we have dinner. They get a chance to meet the everybody else. They have some time to kind of do their first quiet time. Right, Friday morning is you know guys start to engage a little bit, and maybe you get a few more. That, and then by Friday afternoon, lunch and dinner Friday is I mean it's a it's a full blown you know difference between Thursday night and Friday night in terms of the guys, you know, and, and, and talk a little bit about some of the things that you've seen, you know, in that transformation between Thursday night and Friday night, be it at a becoming a king or a basic, I think that they all, you know, or, or the muster, I think they all sort of have that same effect, right? Thursday is decompression. Friday morning, you're starting to enter in maybe by Friday night. What are some of the things that you see that guys are starting to, to you know, the difference in the, in the way that they, they are at these things? I mean, I think for me, even alone, for me, it takes almost till Friday. Like I, I need like two quiet times, two covenant of silences before I'm, um, and that's what I really like about the covenant of silence, but I, is it takes me about two covenant of silences before I'm kind of getting back into it. I'm like, okay, 
I'm starting to, to detox a little bit from from technology. And that's, you know, I think they talk about the facilitators or maybe in the main basics. It just, those, that takes 24 hours to detox. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to watch. And and the joys of the conversations, like you said, around the, the meals, and you're not pulling out your phone to look up an answer. Right. You know, right. so <laughs> the right. amount of times that I have a conversation <laughs> with a guy, he's like, well, if I could look it up, I could tell you what it is, but I can't. And so there's just that, that kind of that freedom of, I'm, I don't have the answer at my fingertips every second. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'm speaking from memory, maybe not. And we just, there's a back and forth there that, that, that freedom of um, just having a conversation without having to look up the answer every time. It seems so real, right? Like it's, it's no longer, it's no longer this fake Google conversation. It's, it's real, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're recalling things and you, and you tell stories and you, you, you know, you're sharing experiences based on your actual experiences versus looking something up, you know, to then share with somebody. It's, it's, it just, it boils it down to the raw realness of it. And I think that the, you know, the sessions and the silence is one thing, but the meal time and the hanging out and, you know, the free times that we yep, have, oh, sure. you know, to do things. I mean, you know, we, at the last becoming a king that we did, we're playing like boot or not boot shoe, we're playing hockey, floor hockey. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm freaking sweating, to beat the band. I haven't played floor yep. hockey in, you know, it was probably high school the last time I played floor hockey. And, you know, and we got into it and we started, you know, uh, we started getting going and, um, <laughs> you know, and, and really kind of making it happen into there. So it's, uh, it's interesting to me how, how all of those things kind of work together, right? All of those things kind of bits and pieces wise work towards, getting you to the point where guys are able to enter in. And I don't think there's any one thing that you can point to that does that. It's, it's the it's combination experience sure. of the weekend, yep. um, you know, and, and fires at night. I know this was one thing that you excel at, right. Is uh, at night when we would start fires and in that conversation, you know, this is, it's probably the area where, where, you know, I tend to shrink back a little bit because I'm like, man, I got a lot of stuff that I'm trying to think about and, and prepare and this and that. And, you know, and so, um, you know, engaging in, in those areas are not probably my strongest point, but I know that you really embraced that and you were like, Hey, we're going to have a fire. And so we're going to go and hang out, you know, again, part of it, right. That's part of the experience that draws. There are guys who it's not until that first fire that they really start to engage. Uh, and there's something about a man around a fire. I mean, let's just be honest. For most men, there's something just about sitting around a fire. And for me, just, you know, having a cigar in front of a fire with a, with a bunch of men is, in many ways, can be life-giving for me. It's just that that slowing down of that pace. The, the like, I'm just going to, well, I'm going to have a conversation. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just going to sit here and look at a fire and, and enjoy the, the silence that happens in between conversations. There's nothing wrong with having that silence in right. this moment. There's no need to pull and, you know, we're not looking up our phone to try to answer something. There's conversations like we've talked about that are going on that we just don't have an answer to. That's okay. And so there's just that gentle ebb and flow about the fires that, you know, I mean, even Wild at Heart has recognized it. They've launched fires now. Right. There's it's Wild at Heart fires. fires. Right. <laughs> Once a month, men are getting around a fire to share a conversation. They know there's just something about that that speaks to a man. Right. And so, yeah, I... Completely. We the first the basic the one first one we helped host was in January and minus twenty. We were still doing fires outside, 
a little hard and, to start and, yeah. a fire in minus 20, but we got it working. <laughs> and everybody was out there. I mean, it was yep. amazing how many guys were still, you know, making their way around those fires to enjoy that conversation and enjoy that time. It was, you know, it's just it, guys embrace that and, and, and they need that. And, and again, that way for them to enter in and to continue to, uh, you know, embrace the whole thing is just, it's impressive. And it's part of the whole, it's part of the whole experience. Right. And that's, I think that's why we continue to do these different events is because they work. The, the best part about these events is guys come away from them thinking, man, that's something that I haven't experienced in a long time. And, uh, you know, after, after those events, right, there's always the, who's going to, Who's going to continue down the path and who's going to fall off, right? Because in the end, there's everybody, you know, Morgan says, hey, we try to, we try to reach the masses so that we can get to the few, right? And there's always, you know, if there's 10 people that are going, there's three or four that are going to really embrace the message and are going to hold on to it and continue as they walk forward down this path, right? And what do you think is, you know, if you could... If you could give, uh, you know, one thing that you've seen in your life that's had you continue to walk down this path after these events end, and, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it's not one thing, but a, a concept or an idea, right? What is it that has kept you going after these events end and have want, has made you want to push forward and continue down this path? For me, it was kind of a, a decision to step into greater intimacy in sonship and then and even further than that so going from the servant to a friend from from you know just the christian to the son to sonship and i've continued that journey partly because of of people like you partly because of the the band of brothers near near me i mean the you mike and 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 mick and the group of us that went to that first uh basic has for certain certainly helped me continue this journey like don't get me wrong there's not Doing it with other men who are passionate about it, who you can say, hey, you can watch them be passionate about it and get in that contagious infection has been extremely helpful. Um, but also just choosing to start doing some of the, the continued learning and research, not letting it fall by my wayside, like reading Beautiful Outlaw and and right. um, doing that kind of thing has been um, extremely helpful because it's allowed me to continue that journey. And, and step it up. The becoming a king, you know, that that kind of the next step of the retreat has been very helpful. The muster was was great. I've only made it out there once, but I'd love to do it again at some point. And they're just meeting other men who are on the journey is like I've talked about. Just the four of us has been great, but meeting other men who are on the journey, and then continuing. I think biblically, the Lord calls for men to leave three times a year to go out and be with the Lord. And I don't, I think we've lost that. We've gotten a society that's become so busy. So there's no time. And, and, and if there is time, I'm going to go with my family and, and do a vacation. I'm not going to go out as a man and do another men's retreat or go out with the Lord. And so we've lost that. And so I've chosen to say, hey, I'm going to fight for that. And I don't always win at it. There's times I, I'm getting distracted by technology or whatever, but it's choosing to, in the moment, try to fight to continue that journey of intimacy. Right. And, and I think Mike and I talked about it in another podcast about how, you know, it's you, you, you get drug away from the 
idea of, of leaving and going away because like you said, you think, boy, I could take my time with my family or I could take, you know, like I need to serve at, at church, uh, you know, every third Sunday or whatever. So taking some of that time and devoting it to yourself, to going away is hard because guys think, boy, I'm, I'm being selfish or I'm spending this time on myself when I should be spending the time with my family or my ministry or the church or whatever. Right. Yep. And I think, you know, one of the things that that Mike and I discussed was this, this is the time that you are giving to your family by giving this time to yourself. Yep. Uh, you know, if you, if you go back guys and watch the podcast from Rich Leone, uh, when Mike talked to Rich, right. Rich said in this, you know, Hey, when Mike asked him, Hey, what was the one, one thing that, that benefited the most out of in your life, out of going to a basic rich said the relationship with my wife, he said, she has noticed and commented how it's different. It's actually funny because she's commented to me how I'm different. Rich's wife (laughs) has. Right. And so, uh, you know, she was like, I, 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 it's like, I don't even know you anymore. And so that's how, how different it really is. And, And again, is that, does that mean, Hey, go to this one weekend and your life is going to be changed forever? No. It doesn't because it's, it's just the start a of a journey. It's the exactly. start of a journey. It's a lifestyle. It's a start of a lifestyle yeah. change. Like you literally have to change your lifestyle to live on this journey. You can't do it just going to a weekend and then waiting to go to the next one and then waiting to go to the next one. You have to really press in and start to walk down this path and uncover, like you said, what does sonship look like? What wounds are in my life? Where is it that I feel like I'm not succeeding and I need to uh, give that up to God and allow him to be the measure of my success, right? Uh, all of those things you unpack in a weekend and you start to recognize in a weekend and you start to maybe shine a light on in a weekend, right? Dr. Greg Brigand, who Mike does uh, um, Heart of a Warrior with, he calls it flashlight theology, right? You're walking through the woods at night, in the middle of the night, and you have a flashlight. Well, how far can you see? You can see as far as that flashlight shines. The only way that you can see further is to walk forward. And that's what you're doing in these weekends is you're starting to walk forward a little bit at a time. And as you do... That opens up this world where you're like, holy, was this here before? <laughs> did I, how did I not see this, right? Yeah, I've been going on this journey for close to two years, and I'm still finding agreements that I need to break, and I'm still finding things that I, agreements that I'm trying to make. The, I'm getting better at recognizing them now. It's like, oh, this is an agreement, and I can stop and get before that becomes a stronghold and break it. But it's like, this is, yeah, this is a journey. And you find yourself, you notice when you make them, at yes. least I do. I don't know if you do, but not all now the time, but sometimes yes. Yeah. Now it's, I'll say something and I'll go, well, wait a second. No, I'm not going to agree with her or somebody else will say something. And I'll say, you know what, if I were you, I wouldn't agree with that yep. because that's not true about you. And, uh, it's kind of crazy how that becomes part of, you know, your life and how you recognize things. Yep. Something you have to practice. So one of the things that one of the things that I really enjoy about the the basic becoming a king, uh, the retreats that we go to, right, is the lack of technology. And you mentioned it earlier, but that's really uh, it's really a it becomes a kind of a thing of its own in these retreats. Is that we put our technology away, so cell phones go away. We we cut off 
the, all of that communication. We give people a emergency line to call and it gets cut off. And I remember when I went out to Colorado to the boot camp for, at, at the, with the Wild at Heart team, you know, they're very strict out there. I mean, and it's like, like they have no problem shaming you if they see you with your phone. So I'm trying to take pictures to, you know, because it's beautiful. We're in Colorado. We're in the mountains. This camp is amazing. I want to take pictures of this camp. And, uh, you feel like you shouldn't because you have to have your phone out to take these pictures. And I'm like, it's in airplane mode. Right. I mean, so I'm trying to, but, but they will like, they will give you dirty looks and, you know, and, and even come up and if, if you're on your phone, they'll come up and talk to you about it. Right. Like, Hey, here's the reason why we do that. And we encourage you strongly to put your phone away right now. And, uh, it's kind of, and I watched them do that to a couple of guys and, um, at first you're kind of weirded out by it, you know, like, come on, I'm an adult and I, I, you know, I can't have my phone. Then after the first day, you realize how much you relied on that and how much it feels awkward not having that. Right. And, um, and then by day four, I didn't want to turn my phone back on. I mean, I, I went, I went all the way to the airport in Denver, you know, which is a two hour drive or so from where we were in the mountains and, uh, and I didn't turn my phone on at all. I was reading, I was, I was hanging, talking to the guy next to me, you know, all this stuff on the bus ride back. And then, um, and then I got in the airport and I realized I need my boarding pass and I have to open up my phone to check in and all of this stuff. Right. And, uh, I didn't want to. Like, I, I really didn't. I, did, I didn't. And so I turned my phone on. I got my boarding pass. And then I didn't look at the 400,000 emails and 36 text strings and, you know, 25 voicemails. Like, I didn't look at any of that stuff. At first, I was just like, no, I'm going to find a place to sit. There. I had like a six-hour wait because, the you know, the bus goes at one time and then everybody flies out whenever they're available out there. So, you know, I had a long wait. Um so I, I, I was like, I'm going to get some food and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to allow this to slowly decompress. What does that do for you to have those? And what has it done in your life now that you know the gift that is taking away technology for a period of time like that? So it's caused a change and it's an ongoing change. Again, this we talked about this as a journey. Mm-hmm. And so obviously four days off or three days off of technology is great. And then you, you, you kind of have to go back into it at some point. But what it's also done is, is Substance does a thing called a 21-day fast every January. And so what I've started doing is part of that, and I've, I tack on to it, but a part of that is fasting social media. And the, the reason I was doing that was because I was noticing I had developed a finger muscle memory. When I opened my phone, I flipped this, I swiped this way, I pushed this to pull up just an app so I could, I'm not, I mean, doom scroll, I guess would be the way to put mm-hmm. it, but just scroll through things. And... So I was like, okay, I'm going to start this 21-day fast. I'm cutting this off for the first part of the year. But I've also just finished The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Oh, good book. Good and book. Yeah, good book. And, but, and I haven't started implementing a, a full-day fast from technology. But I've started just going, okay, I've, I've changed my phone to the grayscale mode. So it's like I'm no longer just, you know, looking as interested. And I have to turn it off on times. There's, you know, I've got family sending me photos of Kit, my nephews and stuff. Like there's, there's reasons to turn it off. That's fine. I've got, a, I've got a way to do that. And I haven't yet gone a full technology day without technology. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to just work my way to that. It's a journey. It's like, okay, I don't have to 
go over walk over to my phone every time it dings. Like, that's fine. It's an email or it's a you know Facebook message. I don't care. It can wait a little bit. I don't have to respond instantly. And it's disconcerting for me, and it's I think it's disconcerting for people I'm talking to as well. But it's been an interesting start of a journey. And I've got a long ways to go on it. Mm-hmm. But that is something that I think I could say started because of the basic. That's good. It started because of the journey the basic put me on, not necessarily just that day, mm-hmm. but because I continued to learn and continued to read and continued to uh, investigate things. Right, and you substitute that time with other things that are adding into your life, right? I mean, so yes. instead of doing that doom scroll like you called it, you're you're doing other things that are adding to your life instead of that which is taking away from your time, right? And and so uh, it opens up new possibilities and new things and new time that you didn't know you had, frankly. Yeah. Well, yeah, and one of the podcasts that uh, Wild at Heart did a while back called the, uh, the Eden Temple, I believe it was, has been something that I've started practicing. That's basically just taking that time to spend with the Lord and, and just communing with Him. And that's been a, a good practice for that time along with some of the reading like i talked about i've been doing uh you know read the ruthless ruthless elimination of hurry i've been reading the 66 love letters um the new book by john lovell the 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 warrior poet and that's being able to read those books that have some of that in the background has been because i am not on my phone as much anymore right it's uh it's crazy how much hold it has over you it's also crazy how how it becomes such a part of you know, you're, it's, it's, it shows you the power that we have to develop habits and to develop, um, parts of our life that maybe we don't want to. Right. And so what I take from that is, Hey, if I can do that with technology to the detriment of my life, I can do that with things to the positive of my life. So I can do that. Like you said, with reading books that build me up instead of just waste my time with, you know, prayer today, I had a meeting that I was anxious about, right. And apprehensive about doing. And, uh, and so I took, you know, John, uh, Eldridge in his last weekly, uh, video that he sent out, he talked about worship, right. And in the, yep. um, entering into worship and making it an everyday thing and not just like a Sunday morning or when you feel. And so I, I spent some time praying and then I spent some time worship in worship before this meeting. And boy, I, I, I entered into that meeting in, you know, one of the best mindsets, that I that I've ever gone into that meeting with, and it's a, it's a weekly meeting for me, and um, you know I felt great, and, and it was because I I devoted that extra it was twenty minutes. I mean, so it's not like I'm spending four hours, you know. Right. People think like, oh man, you got to spend all this time. It was literally twenty minutes, you know, and um, but it just made a world of difference, and it set my heart and my soul in a place where I was able to really enter into that meeting in a in the right mindset to where I needed to be and to make it successful and to make it good. And, and again, getting rid of those distractions is part of this weekend that builds into what everyone is getting out of it is, is eliminating it. We do them in the woods. We don't have to, you could do it at any, you know, place that you could stay. And we've talked about doing it at maybe a, a nicer place, but we do in the woods because it eliminates all of those distractions. You don't have other people wandering around cars and, you know, and, and TVs and all this stuff. It's woods. Like, let's just, you know, let's go back and, and enjoy a simpler life uh, here and there and, and do that. So 
all of it is intended to get you to that point where you can enter into those quiet moments with God and you can really spend one-on-one time, you know, figuring out the stuff in your heart and where it is and, and, and what are some things that maybe you haven't touched in your heart for a long time. And, and that's why I think to me, and and we kind of can start to wrap here. Um, but to me, I've been to quite a few of these, obviously we've put quite a few on. I've been to a couple other ones. Uh, every time I go, I get something new out of it. And it's because I'm devoting that time. I believe God is honoring me devoting that time to one-on-one time with him. He is repaying that by meeting me in a place that I have need and speaking to me in a place that I have need in my heart that maybe I haven't uncovered up to that point yet, or even that I have, but he wants me to go deeper. And so, you know, you having been to multiples of these, you've gone to different versions, like you're talking about muster and becoming a king and all that stuff. Um, you know, what is something that keeps you going back? How, why is it that you feel like, man, I can go back to another one of these and I can get more out of it. I can continue to draw from that well. So it's, it's a lot of things to be honest, right? but you know, you talked about the, the worship before the, for the meeting I've started and I'm not great at it, but I've started, you know, doing a prayer before the meeting that I'm concerned about. And I've watched the way it changes my heart. But also feels maybe just because of my heart, but it feels like it changes the, the style of the meeting. And I've also done like so I went to muster, but I each time I go I pick up something. For example, uh, I went to muster and and Pablo talked about how he's turned his time when he's showering into not just this like I, I got to be in a hurry, I got to go instantly. He's turned it into a time of worship, and so I went out and I bought an Echo and threw that technology in my in my bathroom just so I could have it play music, worship music, mm-hmm. and I could turn this time in the shower into a time of worship where I am communing with the Father in the midst of kind of just, you know, you kind of shut off the world when you're in the shower. And so it's an ability there. And so I keep going back because as I get farther in this journey, I realize how much further I have to go. Yeah. And as I go to these, I learn more and experience more intimacy and more ways in which I can continue this journey. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a f- self-feeding cycle that is, like, I, I get something that is so life-giving, and then I realize there's so much more life there to be earned as well, or not necessarily earned, but just there's so much that I'm missing that I can see the Lord has for me. And so I'm like, oh, I want to keep, keep going down this journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect at it, but it's a fun time in those midst of building that intimacy. Right. Yeah. Mike and I, you know, we've said it before when we're talking about these is that it's not a, it's not a, it's not a weekend event. It's the beginning. And, and we've said it multiple times. You've said it multiple times in this podcast. It's the beginning of a lifestyle. It's, it is yep. a, it is a lifestyle in, in, in like any, like any lifestyle you choose to engage in, be it fitness and, or diet or, you know, uh, extreme health or, you know, extreme sports, right? There's guys that I know who like to do, uh, you know, all sorts of extreme sports, um, you know, any lifestyle that you engage in, the more you decide to engage in it and the deeper you go, the, the easier it is to allow yourself to be in that lifestyle and to engage more things about it, right? And to continue to uh, grow your understanding of what that is. And then it becomes natural and it's so easy to to then take the concepts that you learn and the precepts and apply them to other areas of your life. Like, hey, I'm going to take this time in the shower and I'm going to really make it a time that's 
that is a, a benefit to my day, right? And so I'm going to gain, mm-hmm. you're gaining time right there, really, because you're taking time that would have before been kind of a toss away, and you're making it something that is um, beneficial to you and is continuing to build you up. That's uh, that's taking those principles that we're learning and we're applying them in other areas. And, and you know, like we talked about the agreements, you know, like they just kind of, some of these things just kind of come up now because they're ingrained in the way that we just do life. So, um, yep. Yeah. It, it just, I mean, it t- maybe it takes an extra 10 minutes in the shower, but the, the life result of it is so much more worth it. Mm-hmm. And Morgan talks about this as, you know, by, by day and by decade. Right. And, I'm not even two years into this process since I was first invited to a basic and looking back, it's amazing to see the change in the, in the last less than two years. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, there's a, there's a grace in knowing that there's everyone's journey is different. And so understand that it is a journey and it is not an instantaneous, this is not a four day to solve all your problems. Right, For sure. So, yeah. but it is a fun way to suddenly you look back and go, wait a minute. This is where I'm in, and I'm only not even two years into this. Mm-hmm. Look what what look what will happen in the next two. Look what will happen in the next decade, and how that'll impact you personally, your relationship with the Lord, your friends, and your family. And it just it's going to be a life giving way to experience this world for sure. And and you know I love the I love the idea of where am I going to be, right? Where am I going to be in eight years? You know, like you said, we're two years into this. After a decade, you know, we're going to be able to look back and go, holy buckets, look at where we came from, right? And look at where we are now. It's a, there's a verse that, that was used in the service on Sunday that I said kind of jumped out at me that I've been just, you know, I, I, it's a, it's a verse that I love. And the fact that it was in the service is just kind of a bonus this last Sunday because I've, you know, I've, I've really grabbed onto it. But it's that Jeremiah 6.16, right, that says, This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But you reply, no, that's not the road we want, right? It's not easy. A lot of times we look at it and we go, man, that's not the road that we want. But if we do, if we ask for the old godly way, if we walk in it, if we travel this path, we find rest for our souls, right? Not yes, not like some sort of magic being that you know that 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 gives us everything that we want, but rest for our souls. I mean, that's what I want above anything else is for my soul to find rest in God, and you know the idea of yep. that is. Man, I mean, this first just spells it all, right? Like, you have to stop. You have to look around. You have to slow down. You have to let all the technology that's constantly buzzing around us just go away and disappear. And then you have to take the old godly way, which think about how counterproductive or how counterculture that is, right? Everybody wants the next greatest, newest, coolest. Hey, no, we got to move forward at 400 times the speed of what we were doing before. Right. And all this stuff. But the Bible says, my schedule is impact that I'm not being effective. Exactly. And and if I'm not trying to find more efficient way of doing things so I can shove more in, right. Then I'm not, then I'm, then I'm falling behind and man, but really, to ask for the old godly way to walk in it. it doesn't say run it says walk in it right just slow down walk and i'm gonna do that like i i was i was just thinking um 
you know, before we started this meeting, that timing is going to be perfect. We're going to get out of this meeting or out of this, this, this podcast and it'll have cooled down enough that I'll be able to go on a walk. I love to walk in the evenings. It kind of cools down during the summer. Um, you know, and, and I do that now. Like I, and my, my sons make fun of me because they say I'm becoming the old man, right? Where I go, but <laughs> fine. Okay. I am not, I am. Yep. We're, hey, guess what? We're all becoming the old man. It's just some of us are further along that journey than others, but you all will get there and catch up to me at some point. But I do, I'll just go and I just walk because I enjoy just letting the day unpack around me and letting things just kind of melt away and just recenter myself on everything that happened today i just give that all up and i just give it all up to god and i and i just i want him to take the things away from me that he needs to and let me keep the things that he wants me to keep but in the end you have to slow down you know morgan calls it the speed of soul right like you have to slow down to the speed of soul and um and i do it all the time i mean i just find myself even during this podcast like i start talking faster and faster and faster because that's what my my body wants to do. It wants to go faster. It want because I can pack more in. But the reality is, we need to go slower, and we need to open up our eyes and see the things around us. And again, that's what we're encouraging people to do in these weekends. You get a lot of information. You don't have to worry about being bored because you get way more information than one person can take in in four days. But it asks why we keep going back <laughs> exactly so you got to come to second <laughs> but it just but we want it but it slows you down and it allows you to hear and the things that i've heard from god during these weekends is amazing and it's never what i expect it to be and it's always something that i can apply in my life so uh, this has been good it's been really good conversation garrett i appreciate you coming on uh i do like to wrap Thanks up here me. like i want to acknowledge you um you know, you, you have been like this, this fun, you challenge me on things when I need to be challenged, but at the same time, you're there to allow me space when I need that space to kind of do my thing and, uh, and to be me. And the fact that you balance all that out so well, and you know, you, you, you're not afraid to challenge, but you're not afraid to kind of let people be who they are. It's such a cool mixture to have as a friend and i really value that and 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 i i just wanted to acknowledge you for that because it is uh it's it's added something to my life that was not there before and i'm you know 45 i think i'm not good with math you lose track (laughs) after 40 uh i'm 45 46 years old and so you know so i know a lot of people but um but you know i didn't know that i needed that in my life and having you in my life and having you as a friend, it's really just, man, it, like it's, it's, it energizes me and I'm excited every time we get to talk and hang out. Um, because you bring that neat mixture of like, Hey, he's I know you're going to challenge me when I need to be challenged, but I know you're going to be there to, you know, hand me a big old fat, juicy hamburger when I need a fat, juicy hamburger. (laughs) And you just always have the ability to pick the right time and and to do that. And I just super appreciate that. Um, Lastly, to to wrap up here. um, Yeah, I don't let you do the same to me. This is my podcast. So um, so start your own podcast if you want (laughs) to. So uh, lastly. You're leading a group of men uh, Monday nights, every other Monday, called Adventuring Warriors. 
it's been it's been great. We've been going now for a couple months. No, yeah, it's been a couple months now. So uh, yep. give us a quick, you know, give us a thirty second, minute, two minute uh, synopsis of what that is, where people can find information on it, and how they can join you. So. Uh, I mean, I help lead it. Let's let's be honest here. You you put in work too, uh, and Mike puts in a lot of work as well. So, but it's uh, it meets every uh, other Monday at Substance at Northtown and Spring Lake Park. You can find it at the Substance website. It's one of the small groups there. Uh, it's called Adventuring Warriors. The idea being that uh, men are just called to to meet together, and we're going to meet and share some teaching. But also, men men like to um, go side by side with each other. There's there's some degree where. As men, we're not going to just, um, you know, sit around a circle. We're also going to work side by side with each other. And so we try to meet every third time, so every six weeks. We're going to try to get out and do an activity, whether it just be something as simple as hiking and when it gets a little cooler or whether it be something a little bit more, um, you know, we're talking about doing some go-karting. We'll, we'll see what uh, what happens here, but we're going to try to get some some times to have competition uh, and do axe throwing or something as well as just uh, sitting around and talking. So... It's great. If you want to join, come out to uh, check out Substance, and we'd, we'd look forward to having you there. And the next meeting is Monday the 31st, so a week. Well, uh, this I don't know when this podcast comes out, but anyways, it, it'll be Monday, yeah, <laughs> Monday, July 31st, whatever day this comes out, doesn't matter. But the next one is Monday, July 31st, correct? Yep. And then the one after that will be August. We'll at uh, 7 o'clock to 8.30. 7 to 8.30, July, 20, July 31st. Then the next one after that is August 14th. Um, so just, just want to kind of, again, this will be out sometime before the next one, but just give people the dates on that. So appreciate you. Can't wait to see you on Monday, and uh, we will call it a wrap.